I wanted to talk about today is and difficult conversations and working with difficult conversations, not conversations, actually. <laughs> Apologies. No, difficult emotions and how to work with difficult emotions. And one of the reasons why I want to talk about this is first of all, there's coronavirus and we have this huge situation right now um, that is tricky and we don't know how to handle it and what to do with it. So that's the first thing. It's a very current topic right now. But also I've been, uh, you know, almost like studying the topic um, for quite some time. I think like for eight, nine years now, I've been deeply studying how to support people with difficult emotions, but also how to transform them for me personally, but also for others. Like how, what, 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 like, I mean, in general, already the title, A Difficult Emotion, is already not really the right title for it, because what it means is there's difficult ones and not so difficult ones. Why we call them that way is because some emotions are easier for us to handle than others, right? So um, that's, that's kind of the nature of things. And um, what I found is that there's different parts of actually developing an emotional intelligence and an emotional literacy around our own emotional landscape. And I want to talk about that emotional landscape and all those different areas as one part, but also um, the second thing I want to talk about is how can we transform emotions? And then the third thing is what could be practical practices to help us you know, work with that. And, and, and what does that have to do with compassion? So these things I want to talk about. So the first part is, what are the layers of emotions? And I just want to say first, I am not like, I'm not an expert in the form of I'm not a psychiatrist, or um, haven't studied psychology, what I have studied in the last years intensively was um, mainly mindfulness practices in different areas and how like like more somatic and um, body therapy therapy connected with body sensations and, and mindfulness so that's kind of the area that I've been studying a lot in the last years so I'm I might also be a bit biased or have my view um, but the thing is um, what I can say is um, what my experience showed me about these things or what my experiential learnings are. And, and my, my experience is that actually the experience of things and the experience of how they shift, that's actually the most important thing. Not so much the concept about it, right? Because once we have a concept of something, that's not a bad thing, right? A concept can be very useful to understand a bigger picture and also to step back when we notice a situation. But what it also can do is it makes us analyze everything in our heads, which means sometimes we're not really with the actual thing that is there. So on an experiential level, what I noticed and what I learned is that emotions have, first of all, the level of awareness, which means I'm just noticing my own emotions. And that in itself is a huge learning curve because I don't know how it is for you, but sometimes to really 
pin down what's the emotion that I'm sensing right now is already super difficult as a question. And my experience is it takes some time to deeply study and again and again notice that emotion to become more clear to what is it more and what is it not so much, right? Because in the beginning, when we start connecting more to our emotional landscape, what it is, it's like, oh, it's uncomfortable or it's comfortable. We don't really know more about it. And um, to actually access a bit more a depth of the emotion, um, my experience is what really helps is to go into the body and to be really present with the sensations that are going on in our body. Yeah. And, and that are related to that emotion. So really, you know, sitting and holding space for the emotion and the sensation in our body and noticing where is it right now? But again, not so much in this analyzing way of looking at it like, oh, this is this and this is that story, right? Like the, not so much from the thought, but more like, oh, I feel really tender here. And that part of my body currently feels a bit unsettled or there it feels like it's not so balanced or it feels a bit numb today, whatever that is, right? And so through holding that space for that emotion to be there, what I notice is very often that can help us already to transform it. I think I'm very technical right now, but I'm going into an example now so you can see these different layers. So let's say you're angry, yeah? And how anger shows up in our lives is like we're getting really like we are like oh you know something is really pissing us off and it comes up like something that needs to be just getting out right and so the first thing is like noticing oh there's anger for me here right now or i am experiencing that i'm really angry right now you can also name it right like i'm angry right now and then the second step would be to see, okay, where do I feel it in the body? Okay, my throat is closing. There's an energy that wants to just come up. And also this energy wants to destroy something or someone right now. Like it's not, you know, it wants to be very strongly expressed, right? So that could be what you're sensing. And then you go deeper and really hold the space for that emotion. And then you notice, wow, um, there's a tenderness to it. Yeah. And Maybe if you sense deeper, oh, a part of me feels hurt right now. And because I feel hurt, that anger is even stronger. And then when you go into the hurt, you might notice, hmm, that hurt goes even deeper, right? And so in that way, there's not just anger and that's it and it just wants to be expressed but through going one layer deeper you might notice oh wow this anger is much more than just anger there's a part of me that feels hurt there's a part of me that wants to protect itself there's a part of me that is not okay with the situation as it is because there's an underlying deeper pain or a grief that I haven't looked at yet. So you see how deep that can go and how through 
body awarenesses can actually show up. In the way that I explain it to you now, like, oh, this is underlying la la la. Just when you do it, don't be so heady about it saying, oh, I analyze myself. It's not about analyzing yourself in that moment. It's really about sensing it. And then the other part is, so the third part is then to cognitively understand, oh, I got hurt once there and this is a pain that got reenacted right now. Or I have a grief that I haven't really looked at and it's still there. And this situation or this thing that this one person just said reminded me of it. What I really love about those uncomfortable emotions is also they bear a lot of amazing information. It's a real channel for information. There's a lot of useful information in our sensations and in our emotions. So if we just say, oh, that's anger, it's uncomfortable, I don't want to feel it, what happens is we are not even looking at this huge bouquet of flowers I call it a bouquet of flowers because there's so much in it and it's actually a gift. So the question is, how can we then handle it if those emotions are such amazing gifts for us, but they are also so uncomfortable, we can't even handle it. And that is then the practical way of how do we work with emotions, which is we create the capacity, we train the capacity to be with them. No matter if they're comfortable or uncomfortable, we just train our own capacity to be with our emotions, no matter what, right? And, and it is actually really something that we have to train because every one of us knows that when an emotion is really uncomfortable, it's a physical discomfort that we feel. So it feels physically uncomfortable in our body so much so that we have different strategies to work with it when it's really uncomfortable. So some people dissociate, which means we're just switching out of our body, not feeling and sensing our body at all, but we're like somewhere in the dream world, making everything look nicer, right? So that's one of the ways, going out of the present moment and just dissociating, going into autopilot. The other you know, strategy that we have is just avoiding it just pressing it down and pretending it's not there. A lot of people say, oh, there's something that doesn't feel so good right now. Well, let's just see the positive sides of it, right? But if we just see the positive side of something, it means we're basically ignoring it. So what I wanna go into is instead of ignoring it, to authentically be with, wow, there is an emotion right now and this emotion is not easy to handle right now, but to be with it, right? And then the other way of doing it is, or to dealing with the discomfort, especially when there's another person involved is, we're just fully putting it on the other person. We are saying, this person caused it. The reason why I feel like this right now is not, has nothing to do with me. It has to do with the behavior of that person. And what we do with that is basically not taking responsibility for our own emotions, but also basically, and that's for me one of the crucial points when it comes to emotions, we give all our power away to the other person. 
basically what we say in other words is this person has all the power to control my emotions and the way I feel. So to reclaim it again means to see, yes, there is a reason why, why the interaction with that person causes my emotion. Let's say I go back to the example of anger to say, wow, this person really made me angry and the behavior of that person makes me angry. But then to reclaim and say, but what part of this is mine, right? And then when you go deeper and you notice your own emotion, you might notice why it makes me even more angry yeah, why the anger is much more than this situation actually would need to is because I know that pain. Yeah, or it reminds me of another time when I didn't feel hurt. Or it reminds me of another time when I felt that when my boundaries were crossed. And because that pain is still there, this pain is much bigger right now Although what the person just did is not so bad, but it feels the same way. So as you notice, it's really about getting more and more familiar with it, but also befriending it, really befriending it. And the befriending of our uncomfortable or difficult emotions is not just an analytical thing. One of the parts is to have the capacity to really feel all the discomfort without wanting to run away from it. And then not wanting to run away from it is so difficult because everything we want in such a situation is to run away. We want to run away. We just don't want to feel it in the same way it is right now. We just want to feel good about things. So the not running away really means that we have, yeah, the capacity to be with discomfort and to hold it. And before we go to the last part of it, why this also helps us more with compassion, I want to just practice that with you because it's the easiest thing and it brings us, yeah, it brings us more into reality and very practical how you can use this and work with this. So I invite you to just find a way to sit um, that feels relaxed and comfortable at the same time. And then close your eyes. Start taking three deep breaths. Deeply in through your nose and out through your mouth. Deeply in through your nose, out through your mouth. And now bring into your awareness a current situation, a current difficult emotion that you have in your life right now that feels tender and that feels difficult for you right now. An emotion that is maybe also familiar to you. You've been having it for quite some years. Maybe an emotion that 
came up through the current situation, feeling of unease, an unsettlement, maybe a feeling of anxiety or not being in control. Whatever that is, allow that sensation, that emotion to be very present with you right now. And now notice how does it feel in your body? Like where in the body do you notice that emotion? And in which way does it show up in your body? Like what's happening in your body? connected with that emotion, is it maybe your throat closing or chest tightness or heat? And you don't have to do so much about it, just hold the space for that emotion, just be with it, notice it, allow it to fully be there. And even if it's uncomfortable, allow the discomfort in your body to be there. And it helps if you keep on breathing deeply with the discomfort, instead of holding your breath, be very present with it. And the way you look at it is with a look of not knowing what it is, also not trying to know, with a curiosity towards like, oh, I wonder what it is. And also a loving, kind look to say, oh yeah, that's maybe painful or Yeah, that emotion is there too. And I notice if you see another layer in it, like what's behind that emotion? What else is there? maybe an insecurity, maybe a judgment. I should have done this differently or I should be better in this. Or I'm not supposed to have that emotion. I should be okay. Whatever that judgment is, just notice that. And notice what's underneath that judgment. Maybe you notice a very tender part inside of yourself. Very vulnerable, tender, tender part of you. 
And then keep being curious and kind and loving towards that very tender part of you. Allow it to be there. Allow it to stay tender. Nothing to do, nothing to change. Just notice, wow, there's a really tender part inside of me right now. And maybe also notice, I don't like to feel so tender. Or vulnerable, makes me feel unprotected. And notice that you are right now protected. Nothing can happen to you. And then maybe you want to just bring some kindness to that part of you. Just maybe a kind word like, hey, I see you or it's okay. Or I know you're doing your best. And then slowly bring your attention back to your breath. And just notice how the breath comes in through your nose and out through your mouth. And if it helps you, you can just breathe out through your mouth a few times with the sigh. So you're like sighing out whatever still left over. Now take another deep inhale and a slow long exhale and open your eyes again. There's multi multiple ways to actually even go deeper with that kind of practice. But maybe you have seen that just through bringing awareness and attention towards the emotion, it can already transform somehow, it can already shift a little bit. And maybe you have noticed at the beginning you feel very vulnerable, but also through the vulnerability is also a more spacious space, like it feels more spacious. And that is, uh, I think, one of the really interesting things about 
working with difficult emotions. So first of all, it feels like tight and very, you know, constricting. But then when we open up to it and we really are with it and we sit with it, what happens is actually there's a wideness that happens, an expansion, even physically feelable expansion of it's actually okay as a part that starts to relax. And that is a really interesting part. We hear a lot about deep compassion and true love. And my experience is that's actually the first step towards true love is to feel the tenderness of our own pain. And through that, the, like we are becoming more open to the tenderness of this world and the tenderness of others. And, and that's actually a really beautiful thing because, I mean, we have all noticed that, you know, there's this one part that I have spoken about quite a lot right now, which is our very personal part in dealing with our own emotions. And that's already quite a thing, right? But then there's the other side, which is dealing with the difficulty of our surroundings with the difficulty of hearing that so many people are in distress right now, that people are dying, that there's so many people who already were sick that are now in the risk group of getting even sicker. And that we see that this is a global thing right now. And because we are empathetic beings, we notice that, we can feel it. We can feel what's going on in the world if we watch the news or not. Yeah, as empathetic beings, we notice when the world is in turmoil. And we notice the pain of others. And maybe one, some of you, you have like relatives or friends or people who um, you know that are struggling. And it's really hard to, to cope with that too. So interestingly enough, for me is like the more we can widen towards our own struggle and our own discomfort, the more we can also, you know, meet other people who are in distress from a space of, I notice your discomfort and it's okay that you're in it. Because if we are not okay with our own discomfort, we're also not okay with the discomfort of others. And what happens then is we want them to be okay. So instead of just being there and saying to them, it's okay that you feel that way, what we do is we tell them, do this and this and this to feel better. And what we do with that actually is not really saying something that is of service for that person, but what we do is we just want to, you know, shut the discomfort of that other person down, not only for us, but we feel like if we give them something very useful, they will feel better. And that way we feel better about ourselves again. So you see how that is like a cycle that makes us, instead of more compassionate, actually less compassionate towards others. And I think, so one of the things that's really interesting about these times is we are in a time where there's a lot of discomfort coming up. And it's actually a great chance for all of us to be honestly, like I would say, 
just authentic and honest about how we feel about it. And that there's days when it sucks and it doesn't feel good, which doesn't mean we're not having a growth mindset or it doesn't mean we're not optimistic as well, but it means on some days it just sucks. And it means that some days our own pain comes up and it's hard to handle it. It means we are just being human and that it's okay that today and in these times that there are days when it's not so easy. And sometimes in our lives, it's not just a day. Sometimes it's a long phase where we feel I'm not okay. And I can't even say why. And, and I think part of like us evolving as humans is instead of shutting that down all the time and saying we all just have to run and function to step back and say, let's look at the discomfort and let's look at the information of this discomfort. Because what if all those emotions and everything that comes up here has a value. What about all this information that we receive when we really go into the discomfort? What if this tender heart that we have for ourselves allows us to really be there with so much love and compassion for everyone else who's having a hard time? What if the words that we say to that person come from a total different place and from a total different depth? once we connected with it ourselves. And I think that is the, the prospect and also the beauty of it. And the last part of, for why it's so important to understand our own emotions and also being able to be with difficult emotions is ultimately they actually show us who we are and they can give us a lot more information about what's our authentic self and how we can be true to ourselves. It's almost like we, we learn instead of kind of like denying who we are and what's going on inside of us to really befriend everything, all the aspects of who we are, all the aspects of what it means to be a human being for us personally in life. And the more we understand our own emotions, the more we connect with our deepest difficult emotions, the more it's actually, for me, it's really a way to find purpose, like the true path in our life and true authenticity has a lot to do with the capacity to be let's say, with our shit, to really be with that shit and to honor it. Um, not only to honor it, but to find a way to understand them better, to find a way to understand how much they are part of us. I give you one example that for me is really deeply linked with, you know, being able to be connected with difficult com uh, emotions, which is um, my um, sensitivity. And like a part of me has always been sensitive, picking up a lot of stuff around me and my surroundings. 
But because of that, a part of me wanted to shut down. I just didn't want to feel it all and didn't want to be so sensitive with it. So over many years, I just shut down completely all my emotions and everything that felt, you know, like vulnerable or also, yeah, in any way uncomfortable because literally I was in physical pain, like it caused me physical pain. And that was what I was avoiding. But what that also did is I was avoiding to be true to myself and to honor what I'm noticing. But I wasn't capable to even notice what's going on for me because I was constantly caught up in the discomfort and in running away from that. And that's how deep it can go and that's how much this can influence our lives when we don't have the capacity to be with difficulties. It can influence our lives because all of our actions go towards running away from something instead of being what what is and then diving deeper into, wow, what's the discomfort? What does it want to say? What's the information in this discomfort? And in order to be and do that, like to look at it so with so much curiosity, there needs to be the step back and the, the, the capacity to deal with the discomfort first or just like allowing it. And, and if you have a similar situation or you know that feeling, I can tell that's the hardest one for me. It has always been the hardest one for me and it will be maybe for a long time. But at least I can see it's shifting at least i can see that i'm that my practice especially with you know activating my body and being comfortable with discomfort is actually showing me how much more i can handle it and what for me really interesting because i'm holding a lot of space for people and i'm doing workshops and sessions where people are in a room I think one of the most astonishing things for me was that um, that over time I became also much more resilient in holding a space for people who are in distress or who go through quite deep emotional processes or emotional pain. Uh, I can hold that and without it, you know, getting me out of my own center. And it sounds so easy, but for me it wasn't. I still remember when I first was in a group setting that was um, quite emotional and people would have all sorts of breakdowns and, and I couldn't handle it. Like my whole system just wanted to run away. I, I got overwhelmed. I almost wanted to throw up. So for me it was a real hard thing. And... Um, and it doesn't have to be that setting, right? As I said before, if just anyone else is in distress, very often just our empathetic way of sensing that helps us to avoid the emotion in ourselves and ultimately wanting to avoid that the other person has that emotion. Yeah, so um, because I, I think maybe you were asking yourself why is this topic of the podcast uh, bringing in emotions in that way and for me it really is exactly the topic of the podcast again 
finding our passion and purpose, leading ourselves in this life has a lot to do with leading our emotions and really understanding the essence of what our emotions want to tell us. And um, if you want to join me, I will now um, do a little bit longer practice meditation um, to work with our emotions as the last part of this podcast. So if you're up for it, join me in a bit. Find a way that you can sit that feels relaxed. And upright at the same time. And start taking three deep breaths, deeply in through your nose and out through your mouth. Deeply in through your nose and out through your mouth. When you breathe out through the mouth, just let go of anything that keeps you from fully being here in the present right now. Any tensions, any thoughts, any stories. yourself to really like drop into this moment now feel for creating a way to sit here that is open curious how would it feel to sit here feel curious how does openness show up in your body and kind of preparing the field for your emotions to enter to kind of like the vessel Therefore, how can you also prepare the space and bring in some loving kindness, a loving look at yourself and at your internal state? And maybe even you bring in a little smile not in a way of pretending, but more like, how could you be here with such an openness that allows a little smile to be here? And 
now bring in a situation in your life that is complicated or difficult right now. Situation where you witness and experience difficulties with a person, with a certain situation, circumstances. And bring that situation closer into your focus now, right now. So, what do you notice about that situation? What is the story you tell yourself about that situation? What are the emotions around the situation? Is there anxiety or unease or anger, frustration? Maybe more like a sadness or feeling of depressiveness, maybe grief. notice what kind of difficult emotion is connected with that situation for you and just give it a name and if you don't have a name for it just describe it in a sentence and so allow it Almost like we're in this loving and curious and open space. Allow it to show itself. You allow that emotion to come closer as if you would zoom it in. Notice where do you feel it strongest in your body. Is your chest tightening up? or your throat, is it maybe your heart or the back of your heart? Or maybe in your neck and jaw. Now notice what are the body sensations. sense into the body sensations what is it that they tell you what's coming out for them what's if they had a voice what would they tell you doing so much but you're really being there holding that open loving curious space 
for everything that those sensations want to tell you. And notice what about this is so hard for you that it is actually a difficult emotion. What does it make difficult for you? And sometimes the most difficult thing about an emotion is how it feels physically in our body. And whenever we feel that discomfort, we literally want to run away from our own body. But because that's impossible, sometimes we run away from the situation instead. So notice if there's any kind of that mechanism showing up for you. And then also notice what what is it that would be of highest service for that emotion. So what is it that that emotion needs or kind of comforting? With comforting, I don't mean so much like, oh, it's all going to be fine, but maybe more, I hear you, I'm here with you, or it's okay that you're here, nothing needs to be changing. It's just a deep acceptance, I'm accepting it. see you, I accept you. It's okay that you still have that feeling. It's okay that you're not over this yet. Or it's okay that this bothers you so much. There's nothing wrong with you. what could be an information that is inside of that emotion so what could be a valuable information just for you what does this emotion want to tell you it might want to tell you that it needs more space or some more attention, maybe a bit love, and maybe just being listened to. Maybe it wants to be addressed, or literally being expressed. So, for example, an expression of anger would be to set a boundary. An expression of anxiety could be to really address that anxiety and not run away from it, or to listen to 
or maybe there's something to it maybe it wants to tell me something maybe it's not all blurry but maybe I'm understanding that I need to anchor myself more or whatever that is notice if there is an information coming through and if not it's fine too don't force it into thinking about it sometimes we need to make this query multiple times until we receive some kind of answer to bring some kindness to that emotion just yeah just allow it to to be loved right now and cared for it's okay i'm here your breath running through your body and notice how do you feel right now what's what's moving you in this moment through going and connecting with the emotion what's happening for you right now is there an unease tenderness openness you're just allowing it all to be there exactly as it is holding this open and curious and loving space for yourself bell you can slowly open your eyes <laughs> <laughs>